Okay, are you are you set um, up? Also, I'm, are you okay? I'm setting up. Take care of the of the the thing on your arm. Just get a bandaid on it or something. No, I just rub. I got a sock around it. It'll be fine. Okay, I'll be good. All right, clean I'll be sock. Good. Uh, okay. All right. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's just. I'm gonna let's hit the start. theme song because yeah. we need to get going. Let's just um, do it. We need to just record now before it, before anyone else records. Now. Yep. Okay. We're okay. first. Yep. Hi, hey, everybody. Hi. Uh, this Hi. is Ted. This is Tech Talk with your host. I'm Tim. Yeah, I'm Ted. And this is a very special, you could say, episode. Yep. Today we were supposed to be talking about the beta of the new iOS for the iPhone, but yep. some stuff is happening, and we really just need to address this first. Um. So something went something went down at the Best Buy. Rumble in the Best Buy. Yep. Yeah, that's that's a really good that's a that's fun a, that's, that's a good thing title. to call it. That's um, what we have to call we're it. We're both a little shook up still. We just got we literally just got I'm back. Amped. Um I'm amped. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is going to be in the news and you almost certainly shouldn't believe what you hear. Yeah. First of all, no one was hurt. Almost no one was hurt. I mean, very very few people were hurt. Very few. Yeah. Let's Can we go back to the beginning? Yeah. Um, okay, so this all started earlier today. Yeah. I was waiting for a guy by the name of Drag Race to come and deal with the cat and the raccoon. I, well, Tech Tim, why weren't you getting the animal control people to come? Well, animal control and I are not on the best of terms right now. I've tried to get them to come and deal with the cat and the raccoon and, and whatever else is in here many, many times. But enough times they've come and the dang smart lock has been locked. Mm-hmm. And they always say, let us in. And I say, I can't. It's a smart lock. And they think I'm pranking them or something. I say, yeah. come in through the hole in the wall. And they say, sir, you know. So first they thought I was joking. Then they thought I was having uh, some kind of a crisis. And so they sent a mental health person. They couldn't get in either, uh, luckily, because there's nothing wrong with me. Yeah. All this to say, I gave up on animal control. But, and Ted, sorry to spring this on you. I had been chatting with... Uh, one of the guys we met at the men's retreat. Oh. Long-time listeners will remember uh, some weeks ago, Ted and I accidentally went on what we thought was a tech... Yeah, we got, uh, let's say, well, I guess recruited um, from the Best Buy by a, a kind of, a, I guess, a hateful man. Yeah. We thought it was a tech retreat for yeah, tech people. For, specifically for, for dads. Um, tech dads, yeah. But really it was more like a, a retreat just for men to be angry. So it was a really upsetting time. But I've stayed in a little bit of touch with one of the guys, Chain. From the retreat? Dragon's friend. Yeah. Just because, you know, he did kind of have some interesting questions about his phone. And Shane, you know, when you don't get him started on certain topics, he can be f- fairly good company. Mm-hmm. But I was telling Chain about my uh, cat and, uh, and raccoon and other animals situation. And he said, well, you know, don't go to the city government. You can't trust them. I know a guy who can help you and enter... Uh, drag race yeah and so i I, sh- I showed up at tim's house and as i get there i see this um this van pulling up and yeah. it's got flames on the side and, and a bit cool. of spray paint it also has it's like the pink floyd triangle but instead of the triangle it's the skull from the eagles album one of these nights and there's like the light coming in from one side and then on the other side coming out there's like the two guys from the steely dan pretzel logic album cover Hmm. It looks amazing. Yeah. But anyway, I I, I, I kind of get to the door and I, I just see this bloody mess, a bag with a screeching something inside and, yeah. and just red everywhere. 
And uh, this guy comes just like bursting out of the house. And I think, oh my God, he's just killed my best friend. And so I I pulled out my, well, I'll keep a samurai sword with me. Like a little mini, like a quarter of katana. Yeah. And I I struck a power stance. I pulled it out and I, I gave a primal scream. Yeah. I, luckily, I popped out just behind Drag Race at that point, because I think you were very close to defending me. And, and I, again, I just want to say it means so much. Yeah, well, I didn't know it was an animal in the bag until well, until you popped your little head around the corner. The animals, the, the bag was part of his trap. He had showed up with this bag of other, I guess, creatures. I didn't ever look in the bag. Lord knows he wanted me to look. He tried to get me to look, but I refused to look. But he had these here because he thought that whatever he had bagged, uh, he thought they were going to be able to catch the cat and the raccoon. Luckily, it never got to that point because the smells in my house were already overwhelming and I really didn't need that. So we all have a good laugh. And one thing leads to another. We're all having a Mountain Dew on the porch. And we mentioned to Drag Race the situation at the Best Buy. Yeah. Mistake numero uno. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know, to be fair, we just talked about a situation he really initiated actions and and yeah. that's that's a distinction that we need to put on the air right now yeah. because the newspaper reports are almost certainly going to just gloss a lot of this over they're not going to have all the details yeah so drag race heard what we were saying about the vicious ghoulish betrayal that we've suffered at the hands of the dog squad he really latched on to our story and felt it with these big, beautiful tears in his eyes and that quickly turned into some type of rage that must have been fueled on years of, of history. And he just let something out. And, you know, you talk about yeah. my primal scream. Ah! Yeah. His was like, oh, yeah. yeah. And he just let it go and jumped in his van and drove straight to the Best Buy. Yeah. And I, and I just want to say right here for the record and in the court of public opinion, we could have been a little more specific in talking to Drag Race. He didn't know us. He didn't know Randy. He didn't know the situation. So understandably, when he heard us talking, saying, this guy Randy has ruined our lives. He's threatened our families, which is true in that the success of his podcast threatens our podcast. The financial and, success of all other tech podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I understand why Drag Race would get upset and kind of keen like that. Yeah, and when he stormed to the Best Buy, you know, we we knew. We were like, okay, well, it's going down. You know, we got to get in the car and get there first. And if not mediate, then join in in a way that's safe. So, you know, obstacle number one, I've been sleeping in my car. And so that's not a great option for transit. And Ted, you had showed up on your e-bike that you had the big cardboard apples cut out to make it look like an Apple bike. Yeah, so I I ripped them off to make room to to, uh, dink my friend on the back. And uh, we just trailed after his big van, you know, in in its exhaust. We were lucky in that, yeah, that thing needs a tune-up yesterday. I mean, it it was like a black plume. It was like a freight train across the prairie, you know. It was very easy to follow. So needless to say, by the time we got to Best Buy, we were covered in van soot and pretty amped. I mean, I was pretty amped. I I just remember thinking, whatever Drag Race is going to do, I'm there for it. Yeah, I mean, look, we've had this thing coming for such a long time. Yeah. Situation is best by. We told yeah. you all last week about the whole I can't couldn't return my Midsummer DVD. Yeah, and they still haven't gotten in my Clapton Live in Trenton DVD. Yeah, and ever since Marvin learned how to download the Spotify app. 
step, he has become an insufferable pee. Yeah. Anytime you go in there, Marvin's like, oh, check out this new thing I found on Spotify. I love being able to listen to the entire Steely Dan discography on Spotify. Did yeah. you see the Spotify Essentials Yacht Rock collection? And it's like, no, Marvin, I haven't seen it. Yeah. So I was, I mean, as we were driving, I think it was the exhaust from Drag Race's van was going to me a little bit. And I was visualizing Randy and Marvin sort of cackling these mm. these ghostly grimaces. Yeah. So basically, we arrived just at the point that... Drag Race is running in. He's he, running in the door. Full pelt. He bursts in the door. The greeter says right away, hey, what can I help you with? Yeah. Drag Race just points at him with one finger. Yeah. And he says, where's Randy? Yeah. I mean, he's got a higher voice than that. It's, yeah. it's tough, but his voice is like, where's Randy? Where's Randy? And the, the, the greeter... Shout out, Matthew. He just immediately pees in his jeans. Yeah, felt bad for him. I mean, it's probably um, the correct response given how Drag Race looks. His voice combined with that shawl he wears. Yeah. That kind of a prison shawl. So Drag Race just like heads, like beelines down aisle five. Yeah. You could see him like a bull heading towards Randy's desk. He told us he had never been in a Best Buy before because it was, you know, nerd s. Yeah, he must have had some psychic power yeah. here. And just to, just to back up to set the scene, so we we referred last time to Grady, who hangs out and lives in the parking lot outside of Best Buy, and mm-hmm. and Darby and Joshua. That situation has grown in the last week or so. It's become a full on tailgate slash occupation of the parking yeah, lot. Yeah, and of people who have been outcast and pushed out and and people and who are thrown tired away for their from- DVD. And they're tired of the condescension. They're tired of the eye rolling. Yeah. And and all they want to do is just do what the rest of us do, which is, you know, get in there. These are dads who have just been pushed too far. Yeah. They've been pushed to this point by society who tells them, on the one hand, you need to love tech. And on the other hand, we're going to punish you if you love tech so much that you cause a scene in the Best Buy. Yeah. And so like, like an avalanche starting where one rock sort of just loosens a whole, you know, side of shale, the boulders really started rolling. And that crew from outside, plus us, really just... I mean, well, we've talked about this before, but the Lord of the Rings scene where Gandalf and the Turtleneck comes down the hill yeah, yeah. and it's a lot like Steve and we're yeah, wading and through the thing. Yeah, and Geocities off the bridge and everything, yeah. Yeah, well, now we're the Rohirrim that Steve has gathered and we're charging down into the phalanx of guys and the phalanx of guys is Randy and the other geniuses at the bar. Yeah, and, and something I'll say about the Lord of the Rings parallel is that it's a little inexact because I think technically in that situation, Drag Race would be Gandalf, but he, no offense to Drag Race, He's he not is Gandalf. An, e- an evil and malicious force, I think. Yeah. So all of us dads out in the parking lot pour in. And, you know, like I said, the greeter, Matthews. He's passed out. Yeah. He's passed out at this point. So there's no one to stop the dads from pouring into the Best Buy. And Randy's there with Marvin, probably laughing about us. Yeah. And Drag Race walks up to Randy. And I'll never forget exactly what Drag Race said. How did he put it exactly? He said, you dirty F mother effer, I'm going to F your face into this tiny desk. You ruined my friend's life and made his wife leave him. I'm going to make your body leave this world. Something like that. Something like along the lines of, you take your, you skinny mother effer, I'm going to rip your H off your goddamn S's. You better be ready for a world of pain, son, because I'm about to get radical. 
Yeah, and 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 you do his voice beautifully. I mean, it was even Thanks, more menacing yeah. in real life. Cracklingly high. Oh yeah, and I remember there was just this moment, and everyone's thinking, "What's going to happen? What's going to happen?" And Randy flicks his hair, and he says, "And I got to give Randy, he's got a serious pair of bees to do this. I'm, he's got big, big, big bees." Yeah. Uh, he says, "Sir, unless you've made an appointment with the Geek Squad, I think you need to leave." See, and now this is where this is where it really turned. Because what happened, I'm not proud of it, is I slapped Randy in his big purple face. Yeah. And he slapped me back. And then I I slapped him and He slapped me. And then he slapped you. Yeah, that's right. And I I will admit to this. I was distracted. I was looking at Marvin's Spotify app at the moment because it's a cool interface. It is. But um, yeah. I was caught off guard. He caught me and I tried to slap him, but my hand-eye coordination is not so good. I slapped Drag Race by accident. I, I more like punched him in the ear. Mm. And that's when all H broke loose. It really did. The dads from the parking lot just started to go nuts. Grady made a beeline for the washing machines because he had bought that smart washing machine and it wouldn't stop washing his clothes. Mm -hmm. And that's why he got kicked out because he came in and he brought all of his wet clothes into the Best Buy and threw them on the floor and he took off his clothes and was in the, you know. So he went straight for the washing machines and he started turning them all on. Mm -hmm. I didn't know they were hooked up to water, but they are. (sighs) Yeah. I grabbed a Dyson, you know, the stick ones, because it's the most like a katana. And I, I came back at Randy at that point, who was in the throngs of slapping you a bunch. And I said, not to my best friend. And I, I yelled my primal scream again and brought it down yeah. with a crack on his big purple head. Yeah. So I mentioned I had hit Drag Race in the earlobe. Yeah. Um, and then he kind of let, let out this like... He spun around and and Darby was right there and he and Darby was standing and this is an issue with Darby generally. Darby was standing way too close. That is an issue he has. Yeah, he just he I think he can't hear that well, but he gets so close and then when you look at him, he just smiles. Well, if he hadn't been so close to those patrons, you know, in the earlier, so he wouldn't be part he of the car park out. crew. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So he was standing right behind Drag Race when I punched him. Drag Race spun around and saw him. And of course, he he assumes that Darby's the one who hit him. Drag Race goes, get ready for World War III. And he shoves Darby really, really, really hard. Darby flew right back into the Beats by Dre exhibit, and he knocks down the whole end aisle display of Beats by Dre. Meanwhile, I'm I'm getting my clock cleaned by Randy, and I'm not afraid to admit it. He got in some good slaps. Yeah, he did until I brought that Dyson down. You know, kudos to Randy. If you are listening, you got a mean punch, and I didn't expect the second Dyson hit to be deflected so well by your smart kettle, but there it is. So I think that this brought out a lot of sides in people because there have been a lot of people at the Best Buy who, for the last couple months of our experience with Randy and his dogness, quote-unquote, just want to stay out of it. Yeah. But I think that this experience really forced everyone's hand. And you saw where people's loyalty lie. So, you know, for instance, Caleb, who's always been nothing but nice to me when I am still checking on my Clapton DVD, he joined Team Randy. Yeah. And he went over to the CD collection and they had all of these heavy box sets. Yeah. It's like the ones that no one ever buys because they're $300. Yeah. 
he starts chucking them like boulders over the aisle. Mm-hmm. And so Darby and, and Drag Race are on the ground, writhing in a pile of Beats by Dre headphones. And someone, I look up and I think it was Sean's like, incoming! And these box sets just start coming in like mortar shells. Mm-hmm. You know, Beatles in mono, Complete yeah. Eagles, the Talking Heads, Surround Sound. Mm-hmm. But even though Caleb did abandon us, Richard, who is the other greeter, he joined our side. Yeah, I won't forget that. Richard threw me, when my first Dyson snapped, he threw me a second and yeah. I caught it and I, I guess I dual wielded them and we really went at Randy, but by that time Randy had, well, he'd picked up his own Dyson. Yeah, you guys had a cool, I mean, I'm not, I'm not afraid to say that it was like when Anakin fights Count Dooku yeah. at the end of Attack of the Clones. Yeah, and, and I, I have mm-hmm. to say... Randy's still a dog. Don't get me wrong. He's, I know he where he stands. Beautifully. He fought beautifully. He fought beautifully. Yep. He fought amazingly. And that's coming from a, an expert level Katana user. For an older man with a leg condition, yep. he moved like a fox. Like uh, he was like a like a beautiful winged beast with the Dysons. Yeah. At one point, Tim, I saw you grab that Blu-ray player and just use it really beautifully as a shield to deflect a, well, a whole number of different dongles that were being thrown at you. Yeah, that, that was that's exactly right. And huge credit to Sony here. Sony's Blu-ray players, you know, the tendency is to make everything smaller, but Sony gets it right. They make it bigger. Yeah. And Blu-ray players are getting to the point almost of like an Athenian shield. Yeah. So I grabbed it and Caleb was coming at me just whipping these dongles and headphone adapters, which I actually pocketed a few of those. Yeah, um, yeah. So if you need any... Let me know. Um, I, I mean, no, I didn't. Uh, just kidding. Cut that. Yeah, I'm going to cut that. Yeah. It was, it was, it was frankly like a ballet. It was like an opera in there with everyone playing their part. And I remember at one point I looked up and Adam, and Adam is so funny because he's always just the Mr. Quiet Clerk just checking you out. Oh, what's your phone number for your rewards cards? At one point I looked up and he had taken his shirt off and he was just pushing the TVs over. He didn't even seem to be in the fight. He just was kind of smashing stuff. Yeah. One of the completely on, I guess, uh, on no one's side, but their own was Kelly, the warehouse manager, because she came out with those. um... Oh, yeah. We heard a, a scream. She blasted out of the warehouse on one of those hoverboards. That yeah. the kids use? She's just flying towards us on this hoverboard with about five extension cords just like lashing out <laughs> from her head. <laughs> just flailing them around and she just yeah. starts going to town. She she nailed a good hit on Grady. Honestly, an amazing. She knocked his Google glasses right off, which, I mean, they stopped working years ago. So, I mean, that it's whatever. Yeah. Marvin, meanwhile, was a, just a maniac. He was a psycho. I, I mean, like... I honestly think if Marvin weren't there... Drag Race would have killed someone. Yep, I think so too. Because Drag Race, you'll remember, was just going to town on Darby. I mean, Darby's throwing beats by Dre at him and saying, I'm on your side, I'm on your side. And, yeah. But Drag Race wasn't hearing it because I think he has tinnitus where his ears are ringing all the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if it weren't for Marvin, I mean, Marvin at that point, well, this is really where the battle turned. Marvin was still just trying to listen to his GD Spotify playlist. Yeah. And he kind of withdrew... And when you took Randy off of me and my eyes kind of reopened from the slapping, mm. I saw Richard, the other Best Buy employee who joined with the parking lot crew. Yeah. I saw Richard getting ready to sort of whip a Amazon Fire tablet, which is like an off-brand iPad. Yeah. He's getting ready to whip it like a boomerang mm. at, at Marvin. And Marvin, who I hate, you know, I mean, that's canon. I, I couldn't help but feel sympathy for him. Mm. I yelled, Marvin, look out. He looked up. 
just in time to duck just as the Amazon Fire tablet flew above his head. Mm. But in so doing, he dropped his phone and cracked the screen. And I think that him not being able to look at his daughter's wedding playlist was what pushed him over the edge. Yeah. So Marvin starts spinning around like the Tasmanian devil. I mean, hands and feet just flailing in every direction. He punches through a couple of UHD TVs and completely destroys some car stereos. And then his eyes lock on Drag Race. Now, Marvin is much more clever, I think, than he is fast. And he realizes that he can't get there in time. But he mm. sees this fire extinguisher. Yeah. And he sees a Roomba. And... I mean, it was like Martin McFly in Back to the Future. He grabs the Roomba, mm. sits down on it like a go-kart, takes the fire extinguisher, pops the top off, and and leaving a trail of flame retardant behind him, mm. blasts across the room on the Roomba. And I'll never forget, he just flew into Drag Race full force and said, Uptown Funk going to give it to you. So the fire extinguisher from that point is locked permanently into spray mode and yep. it just starts spinning oh. around and, and very soon most of the melee going on besides Randy and I who are now at this point on top of a shelf. I mean, the whole ground was just a foam yeah. pit covered in writhing dads. And the washing machines had all now gone into their drain cycle. So they're draining the soapy water from... I think Grady was actually trying to wash his clothes in all of this. So there's suds from the washing machines. And there's the goo from this fire extinguisher. I am watching Marvin go at Drag Race with a thousand little bald fists. Yeah. Just pounding on him like a centipede. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm trading blow by blow by blow. I, I drop one of the Dysons and pick up the other like a sort of like a staff and uh, yeah. I'm deflecting blow after blow and sending a few back. I try to push him off but he grabs his footing. Uh, he's got good, he's got fast feet. I'll give him that. And he yeah. knows the value of good well, footwork. And I think you would have won if it weren't for the surround speaker. I don't count that. I, I, well, I call that interference. And I also that was say. Interference. It was interference. Caleb had taken the sound bars where they have a sound bar with two little satellite speakers. Yeah. And he had he'd been using them like a baseball and a baseball bat and throwing the mini speakers in the air and hitting them with the sound bars. He did clock you pretty good. It did cause me to stumble, which left an opening, and Randy took that opening and, and gave me a pretty good whack on my collarbone. Yeah. How is that feeling, by the way? It, it aches with pride for, for I, know sure. that I know that I fell in a worthy way. Yeah. Basically, at that point, I tumbled off the, um, the petition that we were fighting on top of. Randy jumped down at me. But as he did... I grabbed one of the projectors, one of those really nice quality projectors, honestly. Tech Talk recommendation. Yep. If you have a good space, they're, they're great. great. I grabbed one of, the demonst yep. one of the demonstration projectors and I just flashed it in his eyes and yeah, he just saw stars. It basically gave me enough time to crawl out of the way and, and run to the door. Yep. And at that point, the adrenaline was starting to wear off and I also hadn't had lunch or breakfast. Yeah, and the tide at that point had really turned. We burst out of the place into the sort of yeah. like bright light of day, you know, and it's this stark contrast between the worlds of fury and chaos that we'd just been in and uh, the, the hush and the quiet of the car park, you know, uh, muffled only by our breath, which was panting, panting, panting. And yeah. just a sea of foam sort of comes out behind us and we just hightail it down to the e-bike. We grab your bike and then we heard a voice behind us. Yeah, it was Randy. And he said, hey, stop. Mm. I remember 
slowing the bike down because it ran out of battery at that point. So it just sort of we were just pushing it, glide, yeah. glided down, and we circled yeah. back around. And I remember you were on the back of the bike, holding onto my stomach, and I pedaled it back a little bit. Randy and Marvin just sort of walked down the steps in, and it was in a non-threatening way, but in a sort of respectful way. And we sort of like coasted to the car park, and we were about probably fifteen feet away from each other. Yeah, give or take. Randy just gives me a nod. And he says, well fought. Mm. And, um, you know, we we nodded back. I nodded back. I didn't even see. I couldn't see behind me if you nodded, but I nodded back because it was well fought. I had lost a lot of blood at that point, uh, not from anyone in the skirmish or in the store. I um, When we got out of the store and we're in the parking lot, I saw Grady's uh, camper, and I, I happened to see in the window that he had an Eric Clapton CD that I have been wanting, and um, I, I was still pretty amped, and so I, I reached in through the window. Uh, the, it was a closed window, so I, I sort of punched through the window and grabbed the CD, and I, I think I did manage to cut myself from that. But I also, I think I also nodded. Yeah, a moment passed between us all that I think was really... Yeah, there was a sadness in that moment in knowing that, yes, like this is... Yeah, it's like the dog squad is confirmed. It's sad knowing what your destiny is. It is. That no matter what happens, these two sides can never reconcile as much as we might want to. Yeah. You know, I I don't take any joy in being Randy and Marvin's enemy. No, no. But that's just life, you know. And I respect a fearsome foe. It makes the challenge more worthy. Yeah. I've heard of people who have had that experience with bears that they've been hunting there's a respect there yeah and even though you know you have to defeat this person or bear um Mm. you can respect the hunt and you can respect the challenge better to lose or be wounded in a noble battle of tech than to beat someone who's a big wimp yeah totally and we sped off and they did shout some things as we were driving away but i didn't hear what they were saying yeah, I don't think it matters. I think there's an understanding there, you know, like that they're, they're not going to go to the authorities because they know that we were provoked and... We were lashing out, they were lashing out, we're all just animals, we were just doing what our bodies and our chemistry tell us to. Yeah. This is what was so, so telling though. The scene in this battle afterwards when we ran out of there was chaos. I'm talking everything completely destroyed except the apple display, untouched. Yeah, everyone knew. That's like the Geneva Treaty saying, hey, do what you got to do, but not this. Yeah. Not this. Yeah. That's just, I mean, that's like when you fight with dads, there's just some things you get. Yeah. Well, not a normal tech talk this week. We just, no. uh, this is a, more of a tech tech talk world news update. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, tech is in the world. Tech is the world. Yeah. And um, we will be back next time to talk about the beta. I am in line to get a beta of the new iOS. Wow. So uh, that should be pretty exciting. And I actually should go because I am bleeding quite a bit. I just realized. Yeah, i got to take this sock off. <sighs> Yep. Well, okay, Ted, uh, give thanks. my love to Sarah. Um, yep, hey, yep. if you if if anyone from Darby's family reaches out, I don't. I think we should just say we don't know anything. Yeah, and if you guys see a van driving around with um, flames on the side and a Pink Floyd-looking triangle thing, just let us know because we probably need to um, pass his information on to the authorities because it really was it really was his his fault. It was his fault. He provoked it. You know, we were really just there, just 
accidentally caught in the crossfire and... He forced us to do it? Yeah, he did force us to do it. He also, while we were hanging out earlier in the day, he also admitted to a ton of crimes. Yes, yeah, so if we could find him, I think that the authorities have a lot of questions that would probably answer a lot of things for everyone. Yep, he did it, and we will testify to that in court. Yep. Okay. All right. Bye, Ted. All right. Bye, Tim. Take care. And I mean, literally, take care. Yeah, Please take I will. care of yourself. You too. Yeah. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye.